yeah, no, I uh, I don't drink because uh, I get the migraines. Uh, but uh, there's a seltzer that has hops in it, so it's like not beer, but it tastes like beer, and so it's scratching my beer itch, and so that's what I've been uh, drinking. Do lately. people really like just the taste of beer? I love the taste of beer, but I like something really hoppy. So I was in all the IPAs. I don't know what that means. But if my if I if beer gave me the uh, ability to like do some amazing skill, I still wouldn't drink beer. So if if drinking beer could cure your nipple blindness, for example, wouldn't drink drink it. If still wouldn't drink it, beer would cure my stust. Hot or I wouldn't drink, 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 drink it. Like it's so gross. I can't even have a sip. It's just like, blah. well, yeah. I do like the flavor beer, and I did miss it. Uh, but I don't miss them. I don't miss the migraines. So uh, I. Uh, but thankfully now I can enjoy a. It's like beer Lacroix. Mm. Both Francis, are equally Francis. nasty sounding. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it doesn't taste like Lacroix. It tastes like a beer. Uh, I don't like Lacroix either. Ah, <laughs> uh, see, I am uh, as as well documented. I. I'm obsessed. I drink like yeah. a case of LaCroix La- 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 a week. Um, but I have a sickness. It's a sickness that I have. Welcome to the Feminine Mistake Podcast. Uh, I am one of your hosts, Nicole. I'm your other host, Sarah. And uh, rejoining us on the show for part two of our discussion of Magic Mike is writer, director, actor, improviser, all around incredible person, Francis Chang. Ooh, hello. Welcome back. Thanks for having me back. We're here oh. to talk about pelvises. <laughs> um, Francis so, is not let, let us just say things that aren't right. Francis is going to make sure that we, <laughs> we are. <laughs> no, I just mean like this is a really good dis- d- 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 discussion. I've really... Yeah. Re- re- we loved having your your view, view, viewpoints and like it's really oh for sure yeah yeah there's a lot to unpack in this movie and so thank you for taking it on with us it's uh there's a lot of buns to unpack there's a lot of unzip. abs there's a lot of buns to unzip there's we're, we're getting out our knee pads so that we yeah. can <laughs> really get into it um but before we do um what if you wrote this movie we're gonna <laughs> deep throat this discussion um but before we do uh what have you guys been watching wandavision wandavision oh, oh. My let's talk about I, wandavision i heard it's good i haven't seen 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 it yet are you into the marvel um movies and characters sarah i am not but it looks interesting i've seen the marvel movies though right i've seen a few of them yes i've seen galaxy okay. Guardians of the galaxy ant-man Wonder Woman, not the newest one, but Wonder yeah, Woman so. is not it's Marvel. DC. That's DC. Oh, I'm so sorry. See, that's how much I am into it. Like, I just really don't. I'm so well, sorry, fans who you, like Marvel. If, and DC. If you want to see <laughs> WandaVision, there is like a Marvel's Legends thing. I don't know if you saw this, Francis, on Disney Plus. You can watch Marvel's yes. Legends and they'll recap the story of Wanda and Vision for you so that you don't have to watch like six Watch movies. it cold. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. That's probably what I'll have to do. But also at this point, I feel like you can just watch WandaVision without necessarily needing the backstory. You need a little bit of context, I feel like. Um, Because the way that they have this movie set up, you have no idea what's going on. True. 
and then they're like slowly cluing you in and you're, or you've got a little bit of an idea, but you still really don't know what's going on. <laughs> so I've only seen the first two episodes and obvi- I obviously will try to keep it spoiler free because I know a lot of people haven't yeah. seen it, but uh, basically thus far, it seems to be Wanda and Vision kind of going throughout different sitcoms through time in a way like that sitcom genres yes yes because they started out in the sort of i love lucy territory in the first episode and it's very subtle in the second episode they're now more in the 1960s i guess this is more of a bewitched kind of thing yeah yeah dick well yeah there was there was i feel like there's a lot of show yeah there's a lot of dick van dyke even in the first episode with that ottoman that looked very dick Mm -hmm. van dyke ish the someone production design is the same really cool. set. It's I, not. I've heard someone. Well, yeah. You know, WandaVision was shot in Georgia. So uh, they would have. Re- I, I think they were definitely trying to recreate the set for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, Francis, am I crazy? But I swear to God, in the second episode, it looked like they had rearranged the living room a bit. But suddenly. Uh, no, you're not crazy because okay. as they go through the different uh, sitcom genres. Mm-hmm. Lots of things change. So okay. I, I, don't, I don't want to spoil the third episode sure, for fine. you. So, um, but there's a bigger difference that you will notice. Got it. Because I was there arguing with my family watching it. I was like, the living room is different, you guys. The ottoman is moved. I was like, the the kitchen's in a different place. And they're like, you're just, they're just shooting it from a different angle. And I was like, no, they're like, no one would ever do that. Like, they're not like, there's obviously changed it to fuck with us purposefully. Um, are you enjoying WandaVision so far? I am. I have no idea what's going on, but I'm really enjoying the ride. Oh, absolutely. I, it's super weird, which I love. Like, it's like, I think the Disney TV shows have really opened up the possibility of telling more like niche stories or stories that are a little more risky and weird. Uh, and I'm here for it, both in Marvel and in the Star Wars universe. I think they've op- yeah. I'd like to see Star Wars start to take some similar turns where it's like something unexpected. I'd like to see that as well. Well, I think they're using this as a vehicle to tie in some things I've heard, like mm-hmm. Spider-Man and Doctor Strange. Right. Which is the whole multiverse. The whole multiverse thing. Yeah. So, uh a spoiler alert on Endgame, or mm-hmm. uh, hopefully Vision will come back. Yeah, so spoiler, obviously, uh, hopefully at this point people have seen Endgame if you haven't. Uh, but yeah, uh, right now what I'm feeling that I can say is that I want, I like, if this show doesn't end with Vision alive and them back together, I'm going to be fucking pissed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Because I feel like they, I don't want, I don't, like, I didn't, I wasn't that invested in that relationship. Like, I liked them together, yeah. but now I'm really invested. Yeah. Well, they're the two <laughs> most powerful Avengers. <laughs> yeah. Like, powers-wise. Yeah. Like, natural power, or not, none of it's natural, but, you know. Right. Well, not wasn't me- Wanda... She was experimented on. Right. So, she didn't... She wasn't born with it. Exactly. It's not Who Maybelline. Is? I guess it's just Thor. Thor's the only one born with the special powers. It's yes. not Hulk. It's not, not Hulk. It's not uh, Doctor Strange. Not Captain America. Not, not Spider Man. Not Spider Man. So, yeah, and Thor is an alien. So, <clears throat> I'm excited about the Loki show, too. I'm looking forward oh, yeah. to that. that and, and uh, Hawkeye. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love me some Jeremy Renner. <laughs> but yeah, like uh, shout out to all those Atlanta crews working yeah. on these Marvel shows. I, Winter Soldier. Yeah, I have some friends who worked on One Division. Um, so that's pretty exciting. Um, hopefully they'll keep bringing keep bringing them into town. Uh, Sarah, what have you been watching? Night Stalker. I watched it in one afternoon. The movie with Jake Gyllenhaal. That's Nightcrawler. Not, that's oh. Nightcrawler, which is also great. Night Stalker is a docu series about the Night Stalker, yes. Richard Ram- Ram- Ramirez. Ooh, he's Ugh. so icky. He's so. Have you seen 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 this, Nicole? Do you want to see it? I haven't seen it, but please tell me more. I obviously I I'm big. I'm a fan of true crime. I think that's no secret. Um, I don't. I've been avoiding. I haven't been spending as much time in the true crime area just because life has been a little depressing so it's like been hard for me to get into that true crime yeah mystery. i was afraid of falling back into the true crime hole that i spent a few months in this uh last year that. um but i was like you know what i've heard good things i'm just gonna wa- wa- watch it and it's made as if it's a horror film really like it's not made like a docuseries it's like it's a yes it is a docuseries but they add little scenes that are like reenactment horror type things is it exploitive to the victims though like, do you feel like it's exploitive to the victim's real life horror? So they, they don't actually show any person attacking any other person. It's more like a knife being dropped or the sound of a gunshot or okay. it's stuff like that. That's like that adds like an element okay. of drama, but it's just like, I feel like that they didn't need that. I feel like that's a little like, okay, like, so you're like, this is hokey. Like just give me the well made. Like it's very well made. It doesn't seem hokey, but it just seems like uh, because I kept looking like who directed this. Like this is a little bit melodramatic. Like I'm not. Yeah, a little extra. Like I'm not saying that um, it's melodramatic in terms of what the action is, but I'm just saying it feels a little bit like um, trying to milk the drama. so I think it's well made. It mostly focuses on the detectives and only has a, li- a little brief blurb about who the guy is. Oh, like so what it's about like. them solving. It's about the, the detectives. It's about, about the, yeah. So it's about, about the case. Okay. And, and not about the, the guy. Okay. All um, right. Well, we don't really need to give him any more airtime. No. Okay. Um, but yeah, I thought it was good. It was a little bit, um, intense and scary mm-hmm. um so don't watch it before bed no <laughs> watch it in broad daylight yes with company in the park in bring the- bring your bring your la- laptop to, to the park and just be with the park. sun shine sh- shining have a picnic mm. <laughs> okay a picnic with serial killer <laughs> so would you recommend then yes if you are into true crime yes if you are not into true crime no then maybe watch a movie with some man meat instead. A little bit yeah. of Magic Mike rather than b- Murder Mike. <laughs> Murder Mike. <laughs> All right. So uh, Night Stalker, that docuseries is uh, where can where can people watch that? Netflix. Netflix. Damn, Netflix. They should give us a sponsorship for all the fucking mm-hmm. times we've told people to go watch stuff on Netflix. Of course, uh, WandaVision is on Disney Plus. So yeah. Um, uh okay well that's exciting so let's uh seems like a good time to transition into today's main topic which is 
of course, Magic Mike. Uh, so you guys ready to dive back into the thong of this discussion? Ready to just let's take a bite out of some meat. <laughs> it has no back. It has no backside. Remember that the thong. Yes, yes, yes. the thong. I know it's like you're a stripper, right? So you you understand that it's backlist on purpose, right? Like you you saw the show, right? Yeah, with like the people and the you were all there stripping, yeah. So now you're going to question what these look like. All right, so yeah. let's uh, let's di- let's get right back in to this discussion on Magic Mike. The house is a mess, Jack. The kitchen is a mess, Jack. You're a mess, Jack. You have been a total bitch ever since you came to New York. You seem sort of distant. Let's just do it, man. You look stupid and rich. Stupid and stupid and rich. Fascist. All right, let's get into it. Who is this movie for? Like, who's the audience for this movie? I feel like I didn't write that down, but now I want to know. Is this a movie for women or straight men? I don't, or gay men? Like, who is this movie for? I think the part of the movie that is for me, a straight woman, is... um, a straight woman who is crotch blind and oh, I'm so sorry about your crotch blindness. Um, so, so you just have shapeless blurs this whole time. <laughs> for, for for Francis, um, just for for your your um, FYI, um, I have learned throughout the course of this podcast that I do not look at people's crotches or she their n- nipples or their butts. The neck. Like I if we're talking faces. about. If we talk about on the show, like someone is like wearing a shirt and their nipples are hard and you can see it through the shirt. She's like, I didn't, I didn't if see it. If their crotch has a bulge, she if their butt's really banging, so like I don't. Me you didn't see Tatum's, Tatum, Channing Tatum's ass at the beginning of this movie. Like it was I just I don't a remember it. I remember. He's totally naked. Dude. <laughs> and then uh, Olivia Munn's boobs. Yep. <laughs> I I feel like I have like some kind of bl- blinders on or something like I feel like I I'm looking at the face and I'm like in my peripheral vision is the body. Okay. But so you just saw a lot of bobbing heads and no torsos in this movie. I saw torsos but they didn't interest me. You were not interested in the torsos. That I was more interested in the skill of the dancing. You were not interested in Dick Ritchie's torso. You're trying to tell me. I I just don't care about that stuff. Like I was looking at everyone's faces and I could see like the outlines and could see like, oh, wow. I mean, like every few moments it was like, okay, that's a torso. Like, but she turns on the parental controls in her brain. (laughs) I am not old enough to watch this. Uh, So Sarah, you were saying, who's this movie for? Is this movie for you? I loved the, um, the how it ended with um is her name brooke brooke and mike how mike was like hey i'm not going to miami i'm gonna stay here and she's like and they have the little like thing back and forth about like oh well what are we gonna do for seven hours like i just thought that was really cute and like i'm a i'm a hopeless romantic and so i was just like i want this like i the whole movie i was like i want them to get together i know they're gonna get together and so like the rom aspect of this movie was like that was for for there was for, a, for me just a little the, the rom was tiny there was a yeah but i clung to every bit of the rom that i could every interaction they had every time they talked to 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 each other i was just like 
I, don't, I felt like the their romance was like a slow, slow, slow burn, and then somebody threw gasoline at it at the end. That was just that mm. like it did not graduate. Okay, enough. It wasn't believable to you that they would end well, up like that like I could I can see them having the talk, but then the what are we gonna do for seven hours? You know, it's like They're no, go out to talk. eat and They're then talk. talk. Yeah. <laughs> Um, really? Or maybe they were going to talk. I don't know. No, um, they were gonna, no, they were going to have sex because she, she enjoyed watching him she did on stage. And she kissed him. It ended with her ki- kissing him too. Did it? Didn't you see? Did it? Nicole, did you? I didn't see it. You didn't see it? She kissed him. They held hands. They she I held saw hands, them holding and hands. And then she leaned in and kissed I literally them. just watched it. They kissed? No. No. I, Frank. You guys, she kissed. She I she like grabbed his hand and then she leaned in and kissed him. I, I swear to God, hands. I saw them hold hands. You must have looked away. It was like a second. It was like a moment where she just like went for it. I um, guess. I, uh, okay, so the stripper scenes, the dancing scenes, was that the female gaze, yes. or was that the what men think the female gaze is? A little bit of both. Fair. So I in that case, we are, is the film trying to entice women to watch it? Because sh- all the parts that weren't dancing felt to me a lot about like men kind of struggling to connect with each other and find their place in this world. And that, that I'm not saying that's not a story I can enjoy, but it. But that's not something that you market to other men. I guess you that's know, true. So is the audience of this film women? I th- it is. I think the audience are date, are couples. I think the audience are women who are romantics but also who are not crotch blind. So women <laughs> are not crotch blind is what is on the poster. If you're not crotch blind, this is for you. This is for so you. So you and don't then, think this is a movie that appeals to he- a heterosexual man struggling I'm with saying, his not identity. single men. I think what they were aiming to do was to draw in the woman mm-hmm. and then they, she gets drawn into the story and then she brings her man to see it again. And he's like, may, 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 maybe I do like guys too. <laughs> and then and then here they are uh, embarking on a new chapter in their relationship. Mm-hmm. Okay. I can, I can buy into that. I guess what I'm saying is I am struggling with whether – who I determining who I think this movie is for because there was, it was so for me, it was so (laughs) bro-y that I had a little trouble connecting to it. I didn't have trouble connecting to Mike. I think Channing Tatum is a likable actor. I, I think he, I think his story was, I think his journey was compelling. If uh, it wasn't, it wasn't the most creative retelling of that story of that guy trying to rise above his station story. Um, I guess there was enough eye candy to keep me interested. I certainly perked up when the dances came out. There were a couple moments where it was like, Oh, here's another scene and they're going to go to a bar and they're going to drink some shots and they're going to be semi predatory at the bar with these young ladies, which frankly that, that, comment about look at her she came here to be bothered is predatory to me um not that i feel like they acted predatory but there was at least a performance of being predatory going on there well just Um, that look at what she's wearing is just brings to mind the whole like of course yeah um 
it's it's like and it's things like this or like when Dallas tells Adam as he's teaching him how to dance you gotta you gotta he, he you gotta dance he, he I guess the idea is he's he needs to imagine like he's you have to imagine that you're inside, inside. of every one of them and I'm just like oh that sounds really overwhelming yeah really overwhelming and and then ultimately what Adam says to uh Mike which and I don't think that Adam is sorry about basically taking all of Mike's savings for his business. Like he saved 13 grand. He didn't even say he was sorry. He didn't ever use the word sorry. 13 grand and 10 grand of it went to stop those guys from murdering Adam basically. Right. And he doesn't say sorry. He says, he says something like, I know that was important to you because of this, the furniture shit you like. to do." Yeah. Yeah. And like, you know, I, I I don't think he's trying to be mean. I think he's just I think that was the moment where Mike realized like, oh, my God, I made friends with a 19 year old kid. OK, so that that makes sense now, because like in that moment, I was like, I would I wouldn't punch him. But I would imagine that someone would punch Adam in that scene. Um, Somebody should the have things that he said, like he just kept saying just out of his mouth was just pouring all this shit. And he what wasn't sorry. There was no remorse. There was no like. Well, he said. Recognition. Um, what does he say? The things that he gets out of the so. Uh, what he gets from Mike that he is happy about is he gets what do you say? Money, women, and freedom. Is that yeah? What he, yeah. So, but Mike, what does Mike get from Adam out of this? Brooke? Brooke, yes. <laughs> oh, also, that scene where Adam threw up something and the little pig is e- eating Gross. the throw up. Don't, please and, don't. I don't want to talk no, about no, it. No. Okay, I'm just saying it was a very upsetting. And I remember like looking at Brooke and being like, I am so glad that my brother is not like this. Like, I would just be worried sick. Like, the whole yeah. movie, I'm just like, poor Brooke. Uh, Adam is a fucking mess for everyone. Speaking of the pig, like, I. That woman who brings the pig everywhere, mm-hmm. like you know, the that one scene is going to be an orgy, and then she puts the pig down. Mm-hmm. Like, what is the pig going to do? Like, it's going to get in the way. It's going to get smushed. I was just yeah. more concerned I, about what was happening. Why was there a shot the of the pig during the or- orgy and the flashing lights? I was like, what is the? I was pig. Very concerned about the pig. I was worried he was going to eat a whole bunch of ecstasy. I was very worried. <laughs> yeah, super worried about that pig. <laughs> Um, I think it yeah. was just meant, I think it was maybe it's just another symbol of how none of these people have any accountability or responsibility yeah. for the relationships in their lives. Like she yeah. probably got this pig because she thought it was cute and, and it makes her look cute. And, but, but she's not actually taking care of it because, you know, during the orgy, where's the pig? Are you paying attention to where your pig is during the orgy? No, you're not, ma'am. Also, that pig's not going to stay that size. There's no such thing as miniature pigs. No. And did you consider maybe that the pig would like a pig so that maybe the pig can have his own orgy? Like, have you thought about the pig's sexual needs? <laughs> oh, my God. He's a baby, Nicole. Okay. You're right. I mean, he, maybe. I don't know. I don't know what size grown pigs look like. It's They're, an orgy porgy. An orgy Oh, my porgy. God. <laughs> yes. Um, oh my gosh. Uh what else can we say here? Let me uh, see. Let me read. Uh I think we're getting towards the end. 
um, obviously things go real bad for Mike, who I honestly, if I have to give the movie a protagonist, it's Mike. Yeah. Yes. Um, for sure. I, I mean, it is magic Mike. Yeah. Yeah, that's even true. though he does no magic in any of his acts. I know. I I'm like, are we? I I. Why didn't we Magician. get a scene where he's stripping but also pulling a rabbit out of a hat? Like I feel like, or a rabbit out of his g string. Out of yes, pulling his like, dick out of his rabbit. out of his g string. Um, his bu- a bunny out of his buns. Yeah, I mean, I feel like we were really robbed of that. Um, oh my god! So clearly, he's at a crossroads in his life when he's trying to grow up, and the people around him aren't ready to do that and what i think happens at the end between dallas and adam is that adam becomes the new mike yeah but he's not as talented he's not now he's 19 mike's almost 30 he's 10 years older is 30 and channing tatum was 32 during this film during so he's at least 10 years older and i think we can assume that maybe like after Adam is gone, there'll be another Adam. You know, I think this is just how Dallas is going to find his what, golden boy, and he he's deserves. just going to keep. Yeah. Um. So I think what Mike gets at the end is a new start. Maybe like he's going to decide to break off on his own. Um. I, I think. which is what he does in the second movie, and oh. then he comes back. Wait. So. Channing Tatum's in the second movie. Yeah, it's Magic Mike too. He can't not be in the second movie. <laughs> I don't know anything about the second movie. I guess I just assumed that Channing Tatum wasn't in Magic Mike too. I don't know why I thought that. So he's in it. Is Adam in it? Are all the characters I, back? I don't recall if Adam is in it, and I want to say I don't think so, but I can't. I can't remember. But like the the premise is is that. Mike is out. He's doing his own thing. He's got his business going, and then he gets drawn back in. So it's no. like The Godfather Two. So this is The Godfather Two of stripper movies, is what you're saying? Because like, I think they're doing another, like they've got another location, or they're doing a traveling show or something. Oh. And yeah, because it's a very road trippy type movie. As long mm-hmm. as all I want, as long as Big Dick Richie is in it, that's all I care about. Is Matt Bomer yeah. back? Matt Bomer's back. Yep. Okay. 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 Um, I, I this, this is completely unrelated to what we were just talking about, but about Brooke, like I do love that she stands up for herself and she doesn't yes. like back yeah. off of what she believes. Like yeah. when she forgives him, it's a genuine, like, I believe I would forgive him too. Like I believe that completely. It's not just like, Oh, you're so cute. I forgive you. It's like, you know, he er- er- earned that. And I like that she was strong and didn't, you know, yeah. yeah. But I don't like that she caved and goes after him. <laughs> uh, after Mike or after Adam? After Mike. Oh, I mean, because the way that the the, re- the way the relationship built, I don't. And then and then she's the one that chases him, and I'm like, no, don't do that. <laughs> well, doesn't he end up at she her house at the him. end? Yeah, I he, mean, he so Francis, I think so. Francis, you're saying he comes, she comes to him to apologize, right? Is that what you mean? Well, no. He comes to her house to explain, you know, that he's out. Right. And then all of a sudden, she, the the script is flipped, and then she's going to be all over him. Like, you know, now we can go have breakfast and have seven hour sex because I broke up with with boring with vanilla guys. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I there was a, a little bit that was skipped over, like that we 
like there that could have they could have like filled in a bit of that gap but i do believe that they had the flir- flir- flirtatious thing go- going on the whole time and it even though it was a very slow build like i'm someone i don't just fall for someone instantly like that's something that i really hate about almost all love films is that people just seem to be like okay like i'm in love like without having a lot of talk talking without having a lot of deep connection it's like a lot of films don't have a prolonged peer period before they make some kind of move or commitment i didn't i for me uh i can totally see that response to it where it's like she's resisting uh having anything more than a surface friendship with this guy time and time again i i totally see that for me i bought into it because it felt like they had a connection and that there was something in her that wanted to give into it but she's a grown-up and she doesn't want to get wrapped up in that life so i think him saying i'm not gonna like i'm making a different choice i think that maybe for her was uh the thing that allowed her to or at least explore it um well plus her boyfriend was gone Right. So, yeah. I mean, maybe she just wants to have sex with him. I don't know. It seems like there's more going he on there than that. He's good at it. I mean, if his, his, his those hips don't lie. Those you know what I'm saying? That pelvis. That pelvis is doing You're a lot. You're not pelvis blind. You can see the no, pelvis. I was just like, not the, the bun like, on the exterior. That there. looks like fun. Just whatever, just putting myself riding, into that. Just riding lo- that. Locating myself underneath that, slide, that slide pelvis. Like slide somebody, underneath. Just somebody changing the oil under the car. Just sliding underneath. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, I agree. Totally. Um, when your date shows up in knee pads, you're like, yes. Yes. I mean, when he takes <laughs> off his pants and he's wearing knee pads, I was like, that is, <laughs> that's when you're 30. You're like, I at this point, I have to put on the knee pads before I undulate on the floor. <laughs> Like he's thinking safety first. I didn't realize those were knee pads. Oh my god, that's so funny. Yeah, I was like, "What are on his he, legs?" Like, it's the first dance. He's wearing the hoodie. Yeah, takes the sweatpants off and he's yeah. got knee pants on. <laughs> he's like, "Look, these knees aren't what they used to be." <laughs> um, yeah, I think Brooke wanted to slide under. Just wanted to slide under those hips. I think that's kind of what she wanted. And knowing that he was going to leave that life behind, at least for tonight, that was enough for her, I think. Um, All right. Final thoughts on Magic Mike. (laughs) Would you recommend to a friend? Depends on the friend. Elaborate. (laughs) I just mean like if it's like a, like again, talking about who is this movie for? Like if it was a straight male friend, I probably wouldn't recommend it. I don't know. I don't know. I think there's. I think there are men that can get something. I because I, I do think there's a lot of layers here about like I, again. There's a lot of subtext here about men and what they need from each other and friendships. Like, um, and it seemed to me in this movie that these men were looking for. They don't have a meaningful co- connection with the women in the in the in their lives. It didn't seem like it. Right. I mean, even Ken has a wife, but you know he's. I'm not saying they don't have a meaningful connection. We didn't really get to know Ken very well. Ken has a wife, but all these other guys seem like they're just like having passing relationship, like having sex with these women. And that's, that's all the Mm -hmm. women are there for. 
But that I'm, was a very Boogie Nights part of the movie that I felt like, you know, because like yeah. with the, oh yeah, this is my wife and she's fucking other dudes. And it's mm-hmm. fine. Touch her breast. She likes it. Um, yeah. Also, they were super high. So, yeah. yeah. yeah um, but it seems to me like, you know, Mike needed, Mike wanted somebody in his life that he could look up to and that he could, uh, who like uh, that, and that Dallas was that person for him at one point and he had outgrown Dallas. Right. And yes. so he was ready to take on his own little bird in the form of Adam, who then he realized didn't like they didn't want the same things. And so mm-hmm. Dallas then becomes, you know, Adam becomes Dallas's little bird in place of Mike. And so I think but Mike I- understood that, I think, a little bit because he was explaining to Brooke when she was talking about how, you know, he had a college scholarship, punched the coach. He's like, he's 19. He doesn't know what he wants. Yeah. True. So he he got it a little bit. I but I don't I think that he thought his relationship with Dallas was something more than it was. Yeah, well that yeah, for sure. Yeah. I think uh yeah, as you were saying Dallas just thought of everybody as a commodity, what they could bring for him and not really about the relationships that he had already formed. And and I don't think that you can I think that a man could watch this movie and in, and get something out of that. Um a straight man, I would say. I'm sorry, I, I, I got to specify. And I, I think there are lots of men out here, uh, out there that can watch this movie and not be like, oh, I can't watch it because there's too many pelvises. Like, I think they can <laughs> definitely, you know, watch the movie and be fine with that. Um, I do yeah, think this movie is... They can't be fine with it. The I'm relationships just... in this movie are written for them. The dancing in this movie is meant to draw in the women, just like Francis said, I think. Hmm. Personally. I think... it. it it's a movie that you could recommend, but with like the understanding, like this is not an award-winning film. It's just for fun. It's a, it's a, it's a superficial frivolous type of film with a little, with like a, just a little bit of depth and, you know, yeah. In relationships. You know, no, please. Sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. Please continue. Well, cause like the, the whole, the, the drug angle, the, you know, was, was touched upon, but not really explored or concluded Mm -hmm. or anything like that. So it was just kind of like a device of like, okay, this is going to be the conflict Mm -hmm. that divides them and then creates this chaos, which makes Mike decide whether he wants to continue. Mm -hmm. Um, So there wasn't, there's not a whole lot of depth, but there's a a little bit of depth too with Joe, 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 Joanna and Mike and how Mike wants to more depth than her. And she's just like, well, I think what she he really wants is to have a. I think he wants to have dinner with Brooke, and she doesn't want to, and so he's yeah. gonna try to see. Well, if Brooke wasn't available. Yeah, yeah, so I think he was respecting that. You know, he was flirting, but still respecting that she had somebody. And right, and, but he still and he had seemed- the desire for that. I think he wanted that, and 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 Joanna was. He was trying to make that work because it was and the next he was genuinely day. hurt when he found out that Joanna had a fief. Fiance, you could see on his face, he was like, "That was fucking crazy." I feel like, yeah. does the fiance know what's going on? Because he seemed like, "I was let, me let you guys work this out. I'm just going go to go to the does. bathroom." Yeah, I think they had. I think it was one of those things where they had an understanding, like where, yeah. like, when we're apart. Mm-hmm. I don't want. We don't. We don't talk about it. So then he's just like, "You figure out your mess. Yeah. I'll be over here." Yeah. yeah, it seemed like he was on board. Um, I will say, I'm going to give the movie a little bit more credit. For, to me, I think there's a little bit more going on than just, uh, I think it, it could have been a movie just about strippers dancing. And I think that it wasn't, I think that that is, that's like the, that's like the decoration. 
that's like the decoration on the outside. But I think what the, I think that what because of the way that it's shot in this very like intimate way, uh, it feels to me like the movie is more about the relationships um, than I feel like a movie like Striptease is meant to be a, a frivolous kind of entertaining film that has like a little murder mystery going on. This felt to me like a movie that was trying to show here's what it's like to be in this life. Now, whether or not it succeeded in giving that to us with any depth is debatable. Um, but I do think that that's what the movie was. Uh, I think that that's what they were trying to do. Yeah. It was definitely about the relationships and that's yeah. why I guess I'm uh, not that men don't like relationships, but I feel like it almost felt like a chick flick in terms of the re- relationships like in terms of like the subject matter of the relationships like you know I I don't think I'm gonna watch this movie again um I might on a lonely night watch uh Channing Tatum's just the dances because I'm not gonna (laughs) say that I didn't enjoy that um I I I felt like I struggled to connect emotionally with the movie and I felt a little put off by some of the performative, like things like that line, you know, look at her, she's dressed like she wants to be bothered. Things like that are, are off putting to me. So there were elements of that. And just like Adam was just like, Oh, I was like, Oh God, ah, this kid and his fucking, you know, icky gross lifestyle like I just like I'm not I'm too old for this shit I'm like Mike I'm too old for this shit you know um <laughs> so I enjoyed Channing Tatum I would say would I recommend this movie I think I would but I would probably get give give a disclaimer and say hey there's a lot of fun dancing but there's also some like some uh, uh, I guess some t- attempt at depth that I don't know if I fully connect to emotionally. But you should try try it. Yeah, I mean, I think that that the movie is surprisingly better. Again, I'm going to give it the same review I did when I saw it like five years ago or whatever. Surprisingly better than I expected. Yes, I would agree with that. Yeah, because the way they marketed it, it was just all man meat dancing or whatever. And then you go in and like, oh, there's a story. Yeah. (laughs) There's an arc. You know what? You can. Soderbergh. Can give me some man meat that's okay maybe next time i don't know if magic mike 2 is more man meat but maybe like next time it's a lot less less man meat yeah maybe i'll skip it more story less man meat I'd skip I, it. yeah i i don't know there's a lot i just remember there's a lot less dancing less dancing aside from joe manganello dancing in the convenience store trying to make this teenage girl smile Ew. You said teenage girl. Don't like it. Now I don't like oh, it anymore. I don't know. Well, I don't know. Maybe she's 19. She's whatever age you are when you work in a convenience store. So maybe she's 21. Uh, I might just Google that part then just to see him dance. Yeah. And then yeah, just, all I just watch, just watch I that scene. It's hilarious. Um, okay. Shall we do the Bechtel test? Yes. Okay. I actually did write this down. I paid attention this time. So nice. the Bechtel test, guys. Let's go. Let's run through our criteria here. Uh, does this film have more than one female character in it? Yes. Yes. Uh, do those two women have names? Yes. Or more? Yes, they do. Uh, Joanna and Brooke. We can uh, certainly say they have names. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, do those women talk to each other? No. No. Yes. No, they were at the party. They talked to each other. They talked to each other on the beach. Oh, that's right. Do they talk about something other than a man? Were they just wanting a beer? They talked about tattoos. Tattoos. That's that's right. Tattoos. Yes. So I think there was an attempt at them. I think what that scene was about was about Joanna misreading the situation. Mm -hmm. I, oh, this is another girl. Let's have another threesome. And Brooke was like not into it. Well, it's not Brooke wasn't into it. Brooke didn't know. And Mike was the one who was not. Well, she seemed uncomfortable, but she also seemed like she didn't even know what was going on. For sure. Um, but but Joanna kept touching her body yeah. and Brooke kept covering her body and then yeah. walked away. Yes. So I don't know that she knew fully what was going on, but I yeah. think she read that there was something going on and that she didn't want to be a part of it. That's how I interpreted that. Yeah, I just read that she didn't want, want, want to be touched. Like, if that happened to me, I, I would not have thought, oh, these these two people have threesomes and they're th- she's thinking about having a threesome with me. Like, that would not have occur- occurred to me at all. Probably not. Maybe not that. But I do think Joanna was flirting with her. Yes. And she was like, no, thank you. Um, so I think it actually does pass the Bechtel test for that reason. Because that's the only conversation that occurred between two women. (laughs) This show has a long history of passing the Bechdel test for one word or like one one sentence. One sentence. They have to pass two sentences back and forth. Two sentences. I'm sorry. Two sentences. But I will say it with, I'll give it a conditional pass as we have on many movies in the past. Yes, technically there were two women and they had a conversation, but this movie does not have any significant female relationships in it to speak of. Yeah. No. True. Waffle house pussy. I can't believe we didn't talk about that. I can't. I, I almost said it, but I thought it was too low, low brow for it's our discussion. Well, you know what? It's brow. It's the right brow. It's the exact brow. <laughs> I think you should just like insert Sarah saying that at random points into the podcast. Just drop it in like a sound. <laughs> the bite. next se- like, like, segment. Waffle House. Is it weird that that made me hungry for Waffle House? Is that weird? <laughs> like as soon as I heard it, I was like, I want some hash browns now. Is that strange? <laughs> hash browns. No, uh, I do want hash browns. That sounds good. Uh, let's get into some plugs, guys. Welcome to Plug It Up. Uh, this is the part of the show where we we talk about all the fun things that we're working on and that uh, our guests are working on. So you can uh, uh, check out some of the work, the cool work that they've done. Let's start with our special guest, Francis. Uh, Francis, what would you like to plug? What have you been working on? What, should, what would you like to tell us about? Uh, so one of my shorts, Baggage Check, recently won a the best film award in 2020 as a uh, <laughs> um at the Cobb International Film Festival. So yeah. uh, that was super exciting. Um, I've had, I don't know, four or five shorts in about seven or eight film festivals. And this is the first time I've won an award. So That's that so was exciting. super exciting. Yeah. yeah. And deserved. Congratulations. Thank yes, you. Great film. I appreciate uh, you, Nicole, helping me work on that. Um, I had a great was- time. Originally written for the One Minute Play Festival and performed uh, on stage. And then I felt like it just needed a little bit more. Um, so decided to film it, expand it past one minute. So it's just under two minutes. It's and, a great uh, short. I love thank it. Thank you. 
Thank you. It's uh, it's something everybody can relate to. I feel like sure. um, everybody needs to take a little vacation, um, get their mind off of things, especially now. Oh yeah. So yeah. Sure so I think a lot of people related to it. So that was pretty cool. I would like to check some of my bat 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 yeah. right now. Absolutely. Yes. Um, yeah, so it. baggage check. So that's not available to, for uh, online to view yet, or is or is it on it your? Is. So it's on your it's YouTube a, channel. It's on my YouTube channel, uh, Media Tiger T I G R E. The fancy right. way of spelling things because nice. you know I'm a brand. <laughs> brand yourself. If there's yeah. anything that Dallas from yeah. from Magic Mike Magic Mike told us, it's to know your brand. Yes. So all of my shorts are up there. Uh, I even had a puppet show um, about a trans teen and his relationship with the grandma. Nice. Um, so nice. that's up there, and then some yeah, other random sketches too. So yeah, she it's a good ch- good ch- 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 channel. Yeah, everybody go and go and check out uh, that YouTube channel. That's Media Tiger with an R E. So go check that out. Um, uh, I would like to plug, speaking of YouTube channels, uh, we also have a YouTube channel, Critical Crop Top, which, which produces this podcast, uh, also produces sketches, web series, films, and et cetera. And uh, we've got some brand new sketches that are coming out uh, twice a month on our YouTube channel. Uh, Francis uh, was involved with those uh, as an actor. And uh, Sarah and I both wrote and directed and also acted in some of these sketches, uh, which were all shot virtually uh, during 2020. So, uh, check those out. There'll be a new sketch every other week on our YouTube channel. Um, so that's Critical Crop Top on YouTube, which also is where you can watch the vidcast of this podcast. So if you're listening to us right now and you're like, this is great, but I, but what if I could see you? Well, guess what? You can. Uh, so just go to YouTube and check out uh, the vidcast of this podcast on Critical Crop Top's YouTube channel. Would you consider your shirt a crop top? I actually would. It is this a crop is, top. It's definitely a crop top. Um, and mine's a little... Oh, let's all show them off. Oh, it's adorable. I love it. Nice. 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 We're all wearing crop tops. Yes. <laughs> crop top it up. Uh, it's a crop top winter. Um, I'm wearing these crop tops all year round. Um, you can also find Critical Crop Top on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Critical Crop Top. And of course, uh, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, what did you think of Magic Mike? Um do, do, who's this movie for? Uh, do, do you, you want think? to slide under Channing Tatum's pelvis? <laughs> should we have passed? Should we give this a pass on the Bechtel test? Was that a was that a was that a foul? I don't know. You tell us. Uh, you can find us the Feminine Mistake Podcast on Facebook and Instagram at Feminine Mistake Pod, and you can find us on Twitter at Fem Mistake Pod. Ladies, I've had a great time talking about all this man meat with you. <laughs> I'm a, Thank you know, you. I'm, I'm a, I'm a vegetarian, but I'm not going to turn down some man meat, if you know what I'm saying. Sometimes you just got to throw a girl a bone or <laughs> a boner. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, uh, well, actually, before I go, there was one more, more thing I said, which is thank you, Francis, for being on the show. Uh, thanks for having it's me. It's been super yeah, fun thanks, having Francis. you on here to talk about this crazy movie. Thank you for bringing so much legitimacy to what would otherwise just be us telling a bunch of boner jokes um so thank you there were no boners in this movie i'm sorry i just want to say that oh you're not there was it was there was one being inflated that's true there was the penis pump uh can we call that a boner that's more of like a 
and inflation. I guess it was erect. But you had have you have to have a boner. Like the, it creates the suction Good to point. create the boner, so it it's you got to have one to get it in there. I didn't think about the physics of that, but yeah, you are you are right about that. Sarah's, Sarah's face. Sarah, Sarah I'm just like, I don't know how it works. Well, I, I mean, it I just increases the blood flow, which it's like if it does uh, enlarge, it's like not by a lot. It's just increasing the blood flow to make it bigger. It, it seems it. like it would be a bad like long term. Like maybe you don't want to do that every night. It seems like a like- bee sting on your lips, like putting that like bee sting juice. Ugh, I don't have a penis and this is making me feel <laughs> very like like uh, sympathetic. I'm having empathetic penis pain right now. <laughs> <laughs>